Ash and Blue, Urban Fantasy for Geeks. Come on in, recruit. Take a seat. Chapter 7. Wake-Up Call Ryan knocked on the door of room 13. There was no response. He knocked again, harder, and still received no response. He unlocked the door with a thought, knocked one more time, then slowly pushed the door open as to not spook the young woman. He stepped into the room, leaving the door open, and looked around. The quilt and pillows were a mess, but there was no obvious potential recruit in the bed. Idly, Ryan looked toward the built-in wardrobe, but heard a soft snore before he could investigate the likely hiding spot. He looked to the bed again. Fingers extended out past the edge of the bed, and he could just make out the shape of a girl amongst the folds and lumps of the quilt. Ryan crouched at the foot of the bed and lifted the thin quilt up. Her head was at a precarious angle, not entirely off the edge of the bed like her hands were, but it looked uncomfortable all the same. Miss Mimosa? Her hand slowly grabbed the air, like a child stirring during a nap. Like Alexander in his crib. He stared into his hut and changed the schedule, pushing the recruitment test forward another hour, and lowering the quilt again so she could sleep. He walked to the door, stepped out to the hallway, and locked the door behind him, then shifted to his office. He sat at his desk, spread two copies of her file across his desk, and stared back into his hut. He brought up a list of his recruits and selected from the list. Kurt? Ryan waited a moment for it to connect, and for the recruit to respond. Yes, sir? I need to see you. When do you have time? I'm actually right outside your office, sir. Ryan unlocked the door with a thought. The young man walked in, his uniform neat and clean. What can I do for you, sir? Kurt took a step closer to the desk and seemed to notice the folders. New recruit? Yes. Ryan indicated to the spare chair. I'll need you to peruse the file in the next few hours. Kurt sat, adjusting his jacket, then lifted the file and flicked through it. Sir? Yes, recruit? There's no copy of the testing results. We had to delay them, he said, but given the circumstances of her recruitment. Ryan paused. There was an apparent reason he was asking Kurt to be involved, but at the same time it always seemed awkward to say out loud. Kurt saved him the embarrassment. Solstice involvement? Kurt flipped back to the front of the file. Is this... He ran a finger down the page. Recruited last night? I haven't had time to look into the operation, but Raz told me something happened. He likes to keep me informed when he can. He was in one of the cleanup teams. I understand we're providing medical care for a number of civilians. Kurt flipped a page. Not this one? Ryan shook his head. She was lucky enough to avoid the brunt of the attack. A simple treatment, already provided. That's lucky, Kurt said levelly. I understand there were a lot of... I never took part in anything like this, if Raz relayed the situation correctly. I never had to deal with ci human civilians. There was a momentary look of panic in Kurt's expression, and the young man quickly buried himself in the file again. But if a team goes after civilians en masse like this, they do a thorough job. Someone squeaking through like this is statistically unlikely unless they planned for it. 
Ryan nodded. It was a quick and accurate assessment. It was elementary, but still worth voicing. I appreciate that, recruit, he said, but I'm confident she's not a plant. Dorian's words had been enough to trust that she was an innocent party, but if there had been any lingering doubt, it was firmly assuaged by his observations minutes earlier. Any deliberate plant by the solstice would surely not include an operative who made structurally unsound pillow castles. As you say, sir. Kurt read some of the second page. There's preliminary notes here from Agent Jones, regarding data provided. Looks like she's on track to be a tech. If that's the case, I can still do the welcome tour. Agent Jones doesn't mind help in that arena. Mags, on the other hand... Kurt smiled to himself. No indication she's combat-bound? I don't think so, Ryan found himself saying automatically. Unless she was hiding some very non-obvious combat skills, he was sure of his opinion that she would be one of Taylor's recruits. But it was dawning that he'd missed something far more obvious. That she'd be one of Jones' recruits. And that wouldn't be a bad thing. Jones' recruits regularly top the results of satisfaction with your agent polls that were sporadically run to measure morale and harmony amongst the recruit population. But she had remembered him, and that was special beyond words. It was a momentary connection to be sure, but it was almost as though that one interaction two decades ago had left more of an impact than he had on his own son's life. It would have been a pleasure to mentor someone so excited by magic. Technical seems most likely, was all he would allow himself to say. She remembered him. Against all the odds, against all logic, she remembered him. It should have been impossible. Agents weren't made to be remembered. Agents weren't supposed to have an impact that resonated twenty years later. He wondered, whimsically, if she still had the doll. Is the follow-up scheduled, sir? I expect testing and outfitting to be done by eleven, he said. You can take her on a tour after that. Then lunch. I'll pencil the follow-up for two this afternoon. Yes, sir. That's all, recruit. Kurt tidied the folder, snapped a quick salute, and then quickly left the office. Ryan turned and stared out the window, letting the memory of his first meeting with Steph stream into his mind. He skipped past his mistakes, past all the moments where a quicker step would have caught the solstice before he'd broken into her house, past the feeling of holding a tiny dead child. He filtered out the view, his office, and all of his HUD menus, letting the memory fill his vision. She died because of his mistake. She'd fallen through death's realm, seen the Greyland, played with limbo. Duty had told him that the right choice had been to let her go, to allow death to carry her away, on to whatever was next. Duty had told him that it wasn't his fault, that civilians died, and that the focus had to be on saving the next one. Duty had been wrong. It had been the right choice to save her life. Seeing her smile had been proof enough that it had been the right choice. The memory ended, and he turned his chair back towards his desk and the file on it. His recruits were aloof towards him, and he accepted that. He didn't demand respect like Taylor, who transferred recruits that didn't treat him with the proper difference. He couldn't become easy friends with his recruits like Jones. They treated him politely, kept him at a distance, unable to include him beyond what was necessary. They didn't smile and joke with him, preferring to socialize with other fellow recruits. And each new recruit was pulled into that way of thinking. Ryan was someone to be respected, to be obeyed, and to greet in the hall, not someone to joke with or chat with. Recruits he'd known for years didn't smile as quickly as a girl he'd aimed a gun at, even if she'd given small, scared smiles. Recruits he'd known for years didn't skip over his title and just call him Ryan. The recruit he spoke to the most was an ex-Solstice turncoat Ryan only had in his agency out of a sense of duty, and even then, he trusted Kurt as little as possible without having him constantly monitored. 
Distance might not be a bad thing. She would surely come to him for more information, for the full story of their meeting, and the smiles would disappear once she realized the depths of his incompetence. Once she understood, he was responsible for the fact that she had died, and that he'd made such an important choice on her behalf, a choice that could have left her lost forever as a ghost. It could have all gone so wrong. It hadn't. He hadn't regretted it then, and he didn't regret it now. She had lived, and grown up, to be smart enough to work on code that Jones had three of his recruits puzzling over. Ryan smiled to himself, then shifted back to the door of room 13. Find us at ashandblue.com for information, series art, and our Discord server. See you in two weeks, recruit.